Hi, Hi. Yank. Back with another I podcast. Just blow my nose. Sorry. He is. Yeah. That's Mike. Uh, I'm Aid. Obviously. Good evening. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this week we'll get on spot, but we're going to start with Predictatron, Mike, because okay. Predictatron has had a big week. It's had a big week. So how many fixtures were there this week? Uh, well, there were the usual ten, but... There's always ten. Always the same. Yeah, it's always the same. It's always ten. It's always ten. <laughs> but uh, this week, thanks to some prediction limitations, there were only eight involved what in the prediction bet. Uh, it sometimes can't find enough previous fixtures that match to, So to a make few of the problem. promoted teams weren't in your... No, actually, United missed out somehow. Um... So yeah, United missed out, and I can't tell offhand what what the other one is, but yeah, someone else missed out, possibly one of the promoted teams. Anyway, so last week, I don't know if you remember, but four. For when yeah, so it was four from nine last week, which was a disappointing display because it's under fifty percent. But this week, right, I think it's safe. Do you want to, say, to touch on what Predictatron is? I think we did it last week, but it's it's my predictor. Go on, touch on it again. Okay, I'll touch on it again. So, Predictatron is is my uh, magnum opus. In that, it is a it is a database that uses historical results to attempt to predict. Where does magnum opus come from? It's Latin. Opus means work. Magnum means something along the lines of master. Ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. Yeah, or, or six shooter. One of the two. Um, so yeah. So anyway. It's it it's you know. It's your life's work. It's masterwork, yeah. Also, that's not even a joke. It is your life's work. It it has been for (laughs) quite a while, yeah. I mean, does that make my life sad and empty? I would say no. Some other people may disagree. Um, We don't need to get into that. But anyway, so so the idea is, it attempts to match up the characteristics of the teams involved. So, uh, you know, on a I think it's. I can't remember what I settled on, like a 40 You've thing. done it with maths. I've done it with maths. Yeah. Enough about that. Yeah. You, you explained so, it. So anyway, you explained it before. but basically it goes a bit like, oh, United are this kind of team, their opponents are this kind, so what happens when two teams like that play each other? So anyway, so in the first week we had a less than 50% hit ratio. And actually, as I mentioned last week, obviously it's a bit early in this season to see what, what teams are all about. So it's obviously still a bit flawed. But... This week from eight, it landed five, which is a significant, significant increase. And, you know, I think some of the stuff that, that went wrong, I don't think we can blame it on. So, right, the, it went with some trickier bets as well. So, for example, it went with the Saints-West Ham game to be under three and a half goals, which I think was a reasonable bet. Probably until West Ham had a man sent off. Oh, that was fine. Yeah, that's... We can excuse Predictatron when something shy happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, man getting sent off. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. be held accountable for that. It went with Bournemouth to beat Watford. Now, again, I've, you've got to excuse it for this, because Watford are just a lot better than me. Tell you what, I like the cut of Watford's jib a bit. Yeah, I like that. that um, I like that with Carlison guy. He looks decent. And what Chelsea letting go... You know, Chelsea basically deciding to not have a squad this year. Yes, yeah, I mean, helped a few people. I'm going to pronounce it's his name as well. Back. Ch- Chal- What's his, Chalabar. What the fuck's his name? Chalabar. Chalabar. Chalabar, like, maybe, I don't know. He, at worst, could be a John O'Shea. Yeah. and I'm, Like, why is he not around? I, I'm a massive fan of you, John O'Shea. And like, um, Rude Hullett's a massive fan as well of um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Who, despite, he's only on loan. 
Palace doing shite. He, he did look okay in the match of the day highlights that Rude Hullet showed me. Yeah, and that he, yeah. but he's only but, but, on but he's another. Yeah, but he's another. Yeah, but they Palace are the other team who missed out. Were they playing you? They were. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, the only the only match it thought was comparable was last year. So I'd have had to go for Palace to win, and I didn't want to. So so yeah. Um, but that isn't fair because it's just like. They're not the same team as they were. So go down your fixes. Go down what it got right. Okay, so they were what it got... Oh, it got Spurs to beat Chelsea wrong as well. Which I think, again, is fair because basically Spurs have... Spurs have not moved forward in terms of transfers and they've got the Wembley thing going on. Predictor Trump doesn't know about Wembley. Yeah, exactly. But what it did, for some reason this week, but, you know, you'd have to ask Predictor Trump, it was big on the bet that both teams won't score. So you know you can bet on both teams to mm-hmm. score. You can bet on it as a no as well. Um, it's normally like both teams to score or not is is a decent bet a lot of the times. It's normally about evens. So you get like you know say if like Stoke are playing Arsenal, which they were um, betting on Arsenal, which would have been a massive mistake. Would was was probably wouldn't be as good of odds as as. Both teams to score, no. Arsenal got beat by Stoke. 1-0. And both teams didn't score, so prediction on one. Uh, Leicester versus Brighton, it said both teams wouldn't score. I had to sub in, who did I sub in for Brighton? Um, last year's worst team, uh, who was that? Was it Hull? Hull. Yeah, Hull. so, yeah, in, in this context, uh, Hull were, uh, Brighton were Hull. Um, the bet was both teams to score, no, and Leicester won to, to nil, which was good. And then Burnley West Brom, it said both teams to score, no. Which I think may be one of the safest bets of the entire year. What's got the definition? West Brom will win But then, so then the only, then a couple of interesting, like the more interesting ones, Swansea versus United, this wasn't looking on for ages, but it went with more than three and a half goals in, in the match. So on about 80 minutes, it looked stupid. Did you put any money on this week? Yeah, that, money goes on every week. In a weird way, so and this is something I'd advise you to do if you're going to start betting on predictions. Predictions, you can do like. Hey, I'm giving you ten quid of my own. You're not ridiculously hard-earned cash every week. You okay. do with it as you will. Right. Apart from sticking it up your orifices, <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. You have to. What about Ben Gamble with it afterwards? <laughs> but anyway, um, you can do that because I guess you do it so, online. Yeah, so like you go, so with eight. Eight results like this, mm-hmm. you can bet on all the combinations of six of them to come in. So, basically, so you won cash this week? No, because five get... of them came in, not not six. Spurs kind of bummed me. But the the, the final prediction's final prediction of the week, uh, just under five to one, was uh, City and Everton to draw. Now, I put the money on to draw... But Prediction was more specific than that. It said to draw 1-1. Basically, every... Yeah, you, you texted me about yeah. this, saying, what the fuck is Predictatron up to? <laughs> yeah, but it's only gone and nailed it. Like, yeah. I told some people at work, they mocked Predictatron, but they're not laughing now. I mean, they will be when it comes apparent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not actually that that accurate. But it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Now is not the time for Predictatron. I think about November... Will be the big time. Um, for for the purposes of this, we're going to keep it Premier League. But as it goes on, I might I might expand into into more 
more leagues. What, European or domestic? I'd start with domestic because it's easier to follow the results, but um, it's actually not that much easier. There's loads of websites for football results. Flashgore.com is a good one. He just lists them all. Um, but yeah, but we'll see, Mike. We will Maybe see. Maybe dominant like teams where there's like... Sorry, leagues where there's teams that have dominance would be a good one. Possibly, but then it might... Like, I don't know. The Scot- I, I, I fear that they would skew the results, if you know what I mean. So basically, like it, teams like teams in the kind of second tier would get confused with teams in the first tier. So they'd just be like, oh, they're going to win 6-0 because it thinks that Barcelona went when, in fact, they're actually Hatafe. So that that would be the fear. So I'm thinking the championship might be where it's at. Like I, I reckon. Let's we'll see how we get in November. Yeah, I think the championship might be where it's at. Okay, so a very quick rundown of, of this week's predictatron uh, predictions, of which there are nine. Um, I'm not sure who's missing out. Uh, I'm sure it will become apparent as we go on. Uh, United, they're missing again. We're playing Leicester on Saturday, a game to which I am going. And as I told you, like I'd live pretty much on the route of Notting Hill Carnival. Uh, and thanks to some train closures at Euston, this week I get to spend uh, seven hours over the course of the weekend on trains to and from Manchester. Yet I don't avoid Notting Hill Carnival. It is the worst of both worlds. I've I've done incredibly badly. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, anyway, oh no, United are there. So the prediction for United uh, is to beat Leicester, according to Predict Trump. So... Um, this is a really weird bet, and it's like basically there is no there's no good bet in the City Bournemouth game. So the odds on this are terrible, but it was the best thing I could think of, which is City to win either half. Obviously, City to just win is is slightly better odds, but I don't know. It's just weird. City to win either half is the way to go. Um, Palace uh, Palace Swansea both teams to score. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> that seems a, seems, a, seems a bit a bit ropey. Especially um, Swansea now. Yeah. A bit less firepower. Yeah. Well, they replaced him with Klukas. Yeah. For quite a lot of money. Uh, but anyway, Huddersfield Southampton both to score. That's that's a real prediction. Um, I think that's I think that's solid. Uh, Newcastle West, Newcastle West Ham under three and a half goals. I think is probably that's solid. pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Watford to beat Brighton looks more solid every day. Um, uh, Chelsea to beat Everton to nil so Chelsea to win Everton not to score uh, and then Liverpool Arsenal over three and a half goals I think is, is nailed on Like it's better than evens as well so that one I think that is probably the best bet that Prediction's got going like that would be the one to go with Arsenal Liverpool over three and a half goals like I yeah, that seems pretty pretty solid to me but what we're actually going with as, as bet of the week, Prediction's top tip is uh, what uh, is West Brom to beat Stoke to nil. So West Brom to win, Stoke not to score. Just under three to one. How have West Brom done? Uh, so they far. have won they twice. Win one, it? Oh yeah, they have. Yeah. They? So it does mean that we are predicting West Brom to win all three of their opening games. But I just yeah, I just like those odds, lads. Like nearly three to one, West Brom to beat Stoke to nil. That's the way to go. Have you seen Tony Pulis? Tony Pulis? Tony Pulis talk to the Oxford Union on YouTube? No, I have not. Give it a watch. <laughs> it does sound like... I'll never get that hour back. 
One of the weirdest things so about you, Tony Bulis, in my opinion, is seeing him without a hat whenever he doesn't bother to wear one. Like, I think he start, he's stopped wearing one so much now. I don't think he wore it at the Oxford Union. Yeah, but like the first few but times I, think I saw him without a hat, I didn't think it was the same guy. I think know. my rainbow put a hat on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He for, for ages, he's also, uh, Tony Pulis, is one of... One of those guys who loves a bit of a Barclays Premier League. You don't have to say Barclays Premier League. Are they paying you for that? Like, Also, one of the guys who you'd least think would be into that shit. Yeah, he's. it's like he's not doing it for the advert. It's like he's not aware it's advertising. Maybe, maybe, he gives like, tra- maybe he gives some money to kids. Maybe. Like, maybe. I mean, I hope they, they do. Not any kids. I mean, you know, yeah. charity kids. Yeah, I hope they not, do. Not in yeah, unscrupulous. All right, Mike. So that's Predictor Tron. That's the thing to go. We'll review it next week. But yeah, West Brom to beat Stoke 10-0. That is, that is Predictor Tron's top tip. And don't forget, last week's would have been City against Everton a draw. So that would have come right in. City would have been winners. Yeah, so basically, in, you'd have lost the first week on the top tip, which was... Uh, There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But um, if, say you started the second week with a fiver, you'd have £19 now, lads. 19 that can Plus get your fiver you, back. You'd have 24 quid. Can £19 get you these days? 19 oh, items from the uh, pound centre. And and you could go you could go to Five Guys and buy one meal. One meal at Five Guys for 19 quid. That's fucking ridiculous. You're a burger place, lads. What? I mean, you're a little bit of a McDonald's, which I will give you. But fucking 13 to 16 quid for a burger, fries and a drink. The, the bottom's got to fall out of this burger You're having a chuckle, lad. You're having a chuckle. It's just a burger, isn't it? Yeah, and like, Five Guys is one of those as well. Where, like, Ed Sheeran likes Five Guys. His pictures in I there. will never, ever discuss Ed Sheeran on this podcast. Because I hate him. Um, and I know a lot of people don't. And I can't articulate the rage with which he fills me. <laughs> so, we'll we'll leave it at that. If you can't articulate it, there's no, nowhere to go. Is just can't. I just can't, Mike. Can't do it. But anyway, um, yeah. To five guys like like Gourmet Burger Kitchen when Matt first started felt like they were trying to do something different. Like Five Guys is essentially just McDonald's but a bit nicer. But isn't Five Guys Five Guys is big shit in America? Well, it's big shit here now. But yeah, but it's it has got some. It's nice as well. Like I like it. It's just not worth the money. Whereas I don't like gourmet burger kitchen. That really isn't worth... You can't make me... Can't doesn't matter how it. delicious it is. Can't justify You it. can't make me spend over a tenner for a burger. No. It's absolutely outrageous. It's a fucking burger. I know how much it costs. I work in catering. I know how much yeah. a burger costs. You are, you are fucking ripping me off, lads. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Okay, so shall we move on to... I do like Five Guys. Yeah, I'd enjoy that Five Guys. Despite that... Yeah, vitriol. Right? I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it is. It is a rip off. And just occasionally, I'll still go in there, and that's how they're winning. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, so gonna do gonna do a little bit, little, little bit of round round the ground in sports. So obviously there were a few things that, that went down in sport in general. Just just and this up. week, some things went up. Yeah, uh, obviously Rooney retired from international football. You know that's kind. I'm of not seeing any of the live games, um, but. He seems alive again. Well, he scored twice, hasn't he? Twice mm. in two games. Look, that's the kind of thing that's going to be covered in, in, in better depth somewhere else. Uh, the only thing I've really got to say about the whole Rooney thing is, like, now that he's left United, and, and my 
worry that he'll be poor on the pitch while he's, he's gone. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of pleased that I can just look back on his United career and, and enjoy what he actually did while he was there with, like, no, no kind of, but can we not play him? It's, just, it's you know, it's nice. Also, he comes across as a decent sort. He does. Like, I, I hope he does well and, uh, at Everton. And, yeah. um He's just had a really good career. I don't... There's, yeah, he's there's, had a fine there's not career. much criticism you can level at Wayne Rooney. No, no Even his not. choice of club after United. Like, it's it's real nice storybook stuff. So, yeah, like, I, hope he, I hope he does look, well at Everton. For me, if you want... If, look, if, if you've got... If you want to have a go at Wayne Rooney, then you can't be the same people who, who are, like, pro-British managers and, oh, there's too many foreigners, or why is no one allowed to come through, and then have a go at Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney's, you know, he's got normal working class English kid who's, who's come good in football, not let it go to his head, he's gone back to his boyhood team. Obviously, there's some elements of, uh, uh, you know, but in general, that's Granny just a, thing was something. That's not a real thing. Right. Just, I don't, Standard prostitutes. I, I didn't want to bring it up, but, you know. Anyway, anyway so moving on from Rooney, because as I say, I think that's going to be covered better elsewhere. Uh, Champions League draw... That was this morning. Again, this is going to be covered. Liverpool got. Um, oh, did you not know? Okay. No. Uh, then I will go through it with, if you don't know what the draws were. Basically, what happened was Tottenham got bummed in the bum. Uh, United and Liverpool somehow made their way into the Europa League draw, which was strange. <laughs> uh, Chelsea got like a, a relatively hard get a group and, and City didn't quite get into the Europa League draw, but it's not massively hard. So United have got Benfica, Basel and CSK in Moscow. Which, you know, we, we've got to sure do. Sure, Mourinho will be complaining about Russia. Yeah, it's a long way, but basically, I drew up a thing, like I was texting some people before, and basically, my ideal draw for United was Benfica, Basel, and then I think it was, um, it was someone closer. It was like Apoel, I think it was. I'm just adjusting the tap. Yeah. Stripping a bit. Uh, so, Liverpool got uh, Spartak, Sevilla, and Maribor. Uh, where, where's Maribor? It's in Portugal. Is it? Yeah. For some reason I thought it was in Hungary. It could be, but I'm pretty sure it's in Portugal. Um, but anyway, uh, so Tottenham there got Dortmund, Real and Apoel. Now, I think I've made the tap worse. Yeah, you have, yeah. You'd say that Apoel, you know, Apoel are, are no good, so, so that's fine. Sorry, Maribor's in Austria. Um, yeah, I thought it was in one of those countries. Oh, no, maybe it's in Slovenia. Sorry, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of Maritima. Anyway, uh, so, so yeah, so Tottenham got Real, Dortmund, and Applewell. Now the problem with that is Real and Dortmund are obviously very good, and that'll be a problem for them. But the real big problem is that they've got Applewell as well, which means everybody's beating them. Yeah, like you, you can't like your only hope is that Madrid. Just, just destroy Dortmund twice, and that leaves you with a, a Dortmund slugfest. Or oh, but you get something off Real. You know, it's not impossible. But it's a tough draw. Then Chelsea have got Atletico, Roma, and a carrier bag. Oh, Atletico, that's nice. Yeah, and yeah, tasty. Yeah. And Roma's Roma's a, a tough tie, and and like I say, they have the the Applewell problem. So if the, um, there is a carrier bag in their group, if Costa that's gonna get goes to. Atletico. They can't buy anyone. No, but can't buy in January. 
I don't know when it ends, but it's January. But as long as it's as Jan- long as Chelsea register him, I think I bond. Um, but anyway, uh, oh Celtic got Bayern Munich, Paris Saint Germain, and Anderlecht. So that's a bit of a fucker. That's that's even harder than last year. Yeah, City got Shakhtar, Napoli, and Feyenoord. So that's really if it, if Napoli hadn't come up, you'd well, that's be a the opposite work. of the. Uh, the paper bag thing. Yeah, because a lot of them can beat each other. Yeah, they're all yeah. So I, you'd expect them to come through that. No, no worries. And then the other groups for completeness are Ch- uh, no, 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 Uve, Barcelona, Olympiacos, and Sporting, which is a good group. And Monaco, Porto, Besiktas, and Leipzig, which is not a good group. To be honest, I forget they exist until the knockouts. Yeah, the non-English groups. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with with what United have got. I expect us to qualify for the for knockouts. Put and should win the group. Uh, obviously, our chances of winning the Champions League are probably pretty slim. Now nah, we'll see. We will see. I think we will see. I think United could really yeah. get stronger yeah. and stronger and stronger. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna gonna come off football for a minute. I've got some more football stuff, but mm-hmm. that's probably some of my lengthier stuff. So so we'll uh, there's some stuff I want to touch on in the world sport. Um, one of one of them was England played the West Indies in the day night test mm-hmm. and mullered them. Yeah, we just had to sort out the tap. It's dripping a bit. It's really doing my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to to get that fixed. But other than that. Um, so yeah, the the West Indies, uh, yeah, bad. But what like it? I, I'm not dead bothered is it about Chris Gale. I've, no, I've seen he his... doesn't play. For, no. like he he is, he is West Indian. But basically, West Indian cricket is is has it's a complete net. So him and a bunch of other people are refusing to play, and they're in some 2020 thing in the Caribbean, I think. Uh, but anyway, like I, I'm not dead bothered about about the actual match or anything. But it got me thinking about a couple of things. One of them was one one of those weirdly specific English things, because Alistair Cook scored a buttload of runs. Like he just he was there all day. So Alistair Cook is one I'm of those nine. guys. Yeah, one of those guys where basically it's like you know how Peterson was like he he would score big on you and he'd score fast. Is he like, a better version of Michael Avon? Yeah, he is basically. Look, if he gets in, you're gonna have problems. Like you have to bowl him out. Like, as in, I don't mean... But, like, you have to do something to get rid of him. I mean, that is the game. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, there's, yeah. there's players like Peterson, you could just... Event, like, after he got, you know, his 100 or eventually he's going to do something. He's going to randomly, like, just, just dink one to, to, to a fielder for no clear reason. Like, it doesn't happen with Alistair Cook once he's in. Like, he's more than happy to just bat all day on you. Like, and it'll just keep going. But what it reminded me of was... Remember a while back when he was captain? There was like real question marks over Alistair Cook and, and he's batting and stuff and it was like Well it in the I mean, it seems to happen a lot in cricket when someone gets but I mean how demanding is the job of captain? Because every it's yeah. the same story every time in cricket. Got some guy, he's untouchable, he's the best thing since sliced bread. And then he becomes captain, and he's a bag of shit. So, but, so this is one of my things. So there was my nothing but positivity is, around this lad before yeah, he was captain. Yeah, is that is, not right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, uh, I'll get back on Charles Cook in a minute, but one mm. of my things was, um, it happens in cricket, but it doesn't 
happens occasionally in football, but not that often. Like I don't understand why the England Cricket Board keep making their best player captain. Like, just leave him to it. Was Beefy captain? Yeah, for a while. And like, it Did fucked he him go off and he had to quit. Yeah. <laughs> they made Kevin Peterson captain for a bit. No offence on Kevin. Seems like a nice fella. Great batsman. Is he captain material? I just, you know. I wouldn't trust him with me dog. No, and get I don't someone have else. A dog. Get someone else to do the, the admin. Someone mm. else to do the tactics. Leave these guys to focus be a, on scoring. Be a star. Yeah, currently Joe Root is captain and he's done fine. But, you know. One of them I think Alistair Cook did fine for a yeah, bit though. Yeah, because I was looking at a thing, it was about how many, like, Joe Root scored, like, a, at least a 50 in all his matches since becoming captain. I think it's four. And he's, like, he's joint second most with Alistair Cook behind some guy who played in the 20s and who doesn't count. But anyway, but the thing was, as well as as well as well the captaincy thing, there were people, like, because obviously it seemed to affect him, and going, oh, we'll have to drop Cook, he's, he's got rubbish and stuff. But, like, Alistair Cook is, and this is not an exaggeration, this is a statistical fact, Alistair Cook is the greatest batsman in the history of England. It's just a thing. I remember, wasn't he the first to get to so many runs and he beat Tandall? Yeah, he's the youngest cricketer ever to 10,000 runs, and 11,000, and 12,000. But anyway, and, like, the first English player to ever do it. But the point is, more than that, it's just that, basically, in the time that even during the time when Alistair Cook was apparently rubbish, he's gone through like 12 different opening partners who every single one of them, even against the West Indies, has been absolutely terrible. Like, it, I just feel like Alistair Cook is underappreciated by the cricket in fraternity because like, he literally has never had to open with anyone who's any good and he just keeps being really odd. And like, I don't get it. I don't get why, why he isn't more revered. Like, why... They occasionally mention him as, oh, yeah, he's obviously one of one of England's best batters. It's like... He's, he's the best. He's the best we've <laughs> ever had by a mile. Um, yeah, Is he better so, than racist boycott? I, oh, yeah. Racist, <laughs> that was the other thing. Apparently, it's fine to be racist in cricket. And work on the BBC. Absolutely fine. Well, didn't boycott, like, beat his missus around not, lo- like, not long ago? I mean... I'm going to say is... allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, but, um, according yeah. to the News of the World. Well, I mean, I'd, well, <laughs> anyway, but my, my point is merely that many, many I mean, people have been evicted from, from football coverage for for things of of a similar ilk. Like, I didn't think what Boycott said was, was that bad myself. It was obviously racially insensitive, but I didn't think it was massively racist. Um, he just, he basically just said that... It was less bad than Atkinson. Yeah, so he, he said that basically... Um, he Be would. Have, now, he yeah. would have had a. He would have had a knighthood if he was, if he was black, basically. Um, in a, in a naughtier way. Yeah, in a slightly naughtier way. And basically, he said that they seemed to give him out like confetti to, to that West Indies team of, of his time. Which is, you know, I mean, it's a Not bit a, of a, a later than his time. Uh, only a bit later. But but yeah, like um, he's got one though, hasn't he? Yeah. So what's he fucking I don't complaining know. about? No, I don't think you know. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, you shouldn't beat your missus up. Yeah. Anyway. Racist, so it's anyway. like, you know, it's it's not the end of the world, but what what you said. It was obviously a stupid thing to say, and you can't say it in this day and age. And I don't endorse it. Like, he's, you know, it's obviously, mate, they, they got nighters because they were really good at cricket. That, and that's it. 
But I think, you know, what he was trying to say more was that if he'd been in that team, he just did it in a He's just, in an old person way. Yeah, in a generational... Yeah, but anyway, again... Faux pas. That is not an acceptable excuse if you cover football. Apparently it is if you cover cricket. Don't know why, not getting into it. But, final thing on cricket was just a simple... Would you rather have a guy whose average was 42, right... But he gets 42 literally every time without fail. Or a guy who comes in, occasionally gets zero, occasionally gets 100, whose average is also 42. The, the, the one who gets 42 every single time. And that's actually the wrong answer. Is it? Yeah, the answer is it depends on the rest of your team. Well, you didn't, you didn't give that to... That's... that's... <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a C. Yeah, but but basically that is that is always that's the answer to all of these hypothetical questions. It depends on what else you've got going on. But I'm with you. I would go with the guy who could get a hundred, just because you know, forty two is all right. But a guy who can win you the game is what you really want. I disagree. Oh, sorry, you said the forty two guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I I want. But a, I want the steady Eddie. Nah, I want. I want the guy who I want, and I reckon I he's a nicer bloke as well. He probably is, but I want the guy who comes in on a motorbike wearing shades for no clear reason. No, I, wears I'll, him out to the middle. And, uh, no, I want to be that guy. I don't want to be around <laughs> him. I fucking hate him. <laughs> that guy is a twat. Anyway, so that's it for cricket. Won't do a lot of cricket. Uh, that's basically my only thing with cricket. It's the only thought I have on it. Um, but I tell you what, what I did get into. Uh, over the weekend I got into one of those weird you know internet things where you start can't, we can't talk about porn here mate well, okay so after I got out of that <laughs> basically I, I saw I saw an article on the um, on the BBC website that led me into a into a whole boxing exploration by me um, so Terence Com- uh, Crawford you know Terence Crawford like, well, yeah, like, he won at the weekend, didn't he? Didn't just win. He became the the first undisputed champion in. They said twelve years, but when I looked into it, it's actually just under eleven. Do you know who the last one was? Just having just last undisputed champ. Joe Calzaghe. No, it was never undisputed. Undisputed. What does that mean? As he... in, holds all the belts. What ever in any weight division? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. The last one. Uh, eleven years back. Let's not waste too much on this. So I'll give you one more guess. Um, it wasn't Frank Bruno. I know that. That <laughs> no. wasn't my guess. I say it wasn't Frank Bruno. Yeah. All right. All right. But um, do hurry up, though. We we've got. Was we've it got... Roy Jones Jr.? Uh, no, it wasn't actually. It was uh, it was Jermaine Taylor. Uh, wow. Yeah, he took it off. So banana, what's going on? Is there some shit belt nobody cares about? Why? There's four now. Mm. Uh, so yes, yes, there is. But um, so yeah, in the in the four belt era, I think he's second after Jermaine Taylor but uh, yeah so um, like I, I had a look but there's not been there's only been there's only been three British undisputed champs at any weight that I can see is uh, one of them a post-war lad yeah there's, there's only one post-war lad who Lennox post oh yeah oh you mean pre-war I, mean, I meant pre yes, had, I said post no actually all three are post-war so he um yeah, you'll never get the others. One was a chap called Alan Minter at middleweight. No, I know Alan Minter. Oh, okay, yeah, you know more about boxing than me. I forgot about that. And uh, Lloyd Hunnigan? Yeah, Lloyd Hunnigan. Yeah. Um, I want to say Don Curry, but I think I've made that up. Yeah. But his his most famous fight was beating some American lad 
called Curry, yeah. who eventually had a similar kind of career to Jeff Lacey. Yeah. But when Hunnigan yeah. beat him, he was the man, if you know what I mean. Okay, That's so... my knowledge of... So anyway, so, so this got me on to, to just for concept of undisputed champions in boxing. After a bit more porn. After, yeah, I mean, I was actually at work, so the porn thing was just just awkward for everyone concerned. That, it was pocket, <laughs> yeah. hands in pockets. No, no, I, mean. I was really open about it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was just like, mate, I was like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. so obviously Lewis is, is, our, is our last undisputed champ at heavyweight. Uh, that was when it was three belts. But... Like, Lennox Lewis is a fine example of what's wrong with boxing. So, uh, you know how Lennox Lewis lost one of the belts to no longer be undisputed and only have two? He refused to fight their number one contender? No. He, uh, basically, the number one contender uh, at the time for, for WBA, I think it was, uh, was Henry Akinwande. He uh, went to prison, didn't he? I don't know, but he was ill for, for the Lennox Lewis fight. Uh, so John Lewis was moved up to to number one spot by the WBA, but then the WBA gave Lewis permission to fight. John Lewis must be in the running for guy who's been beat by most champions. Mm. He got beat a lot, but anyway. So John so John Lewis became number one because of how short notice it would be and, and what had happened. The the WBA gave Lewis permission to to fight Michael Grant who was a WBC contender of some kind, um, as long as he agreed to fight John Lewis after he fought Michael Grant. Uh, but then John Lewis's uh, promoter challenged the, the decision in court and, and had it overturned, and Lewis had to give him his belt. Well, had to give up the belt. And that's boxing. And that's why people watch UFC instead of boxing. Yeah. Anyway, so there was, there was loads of them. Um, I had a, there's, there's actually been no undisputed super middleweight champion ever. Uh, apparently the closest... We've ever been was Carl Zaghi when he beat up Mikkel Kassler to hold basically um, all well the WBA, WBC, and WBO. So two of the good ones and the WBA. Uh, and uh, but the IBF champion at the time was Lucien Boutte, um, who, as well as having his humorous surname, was essentially just hiding in Canada and hoping no one found him until um, Carl Rock found him. Yeah, and it turned out. He that he had literally just been hiding in Canada and that was the only reason he was champion. That was uh, that was Carl Frock's Jeff Lacey. Yeah. Because he was the underdog going into that. Yeah, yeah. Like There's a lot of padded records in boxing as well. Like There's loads of it. There's loads of stuff wrong. So then I had a look at, um, at like what the most defences of an undisputed champion is. Um, it seems to be seven by Roy Jones. Uh, Bernard and, uh, and Mike Tyson had six each. That's since 1990 anyway, when there was only two belts, but there was obviously a lot more. Uh, remember that, Tyson, he he is the reason that Buster Douglas has been an undisputed world champion. <laughs> Fair play to you, Buster, mate. Fair play to you. Uh, yeah, so then I got on to, to ring lineal champions. Okay, that's where it's at, though, isn't it, in the boxing community? Yeah, so... That's the, the, the main one. Do you want to fill people in if they don't know what ring lineal champion is? Well, it's a magazine, isn't it? That um, is it a year? Well, I don't know if it's a yearly thing they do, like that swimsuit thing. I don't think. I know. I think they just keep track. As they don't have a swimsuit thing. I meant Sports Illustrated. Yeah, yeah, swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a magazine, and they um, they basically. I don't know. Who decides it then? 
Yeah. I've never read Ring Magazine. No, it's actually, their, their lineal champ is actually kind of spotty as well. There's, there's gaps in almost all of them. Uh, but basically what it is, they, they, they track who they think is the actual real champion at each weight and call him the lineal champ. So back when there was essentially just one belt, it would be where that belt went. Uh, but anyway... Um, oh, is that how they do it? Not quite, cause like I say, there's been... Um, it's a bit spotty. Yeah, it's a bit spotty, so there's been times when they didn't do it and stuff. And uh, when I checked, Mayweather's about six of them. So who's the linear heavyweight champ at the minute? Is it Joshua because he beat Klitschko? No. It's Wilder? No. It's Fury? Yes. <laughs> well, no one's beaten. Yeah, Tyson Fury at the minute is saying quite a lot. Like, yeah. uh, I've, I've seen him interviewed recently and he's saying, I don't give a shit about belts anymore. All I care about is being Ring Magazine's linear champion. Yeah. That's all he cares about. And he is. Because he is it. I'm fucking fair play to him because, you know, he, he, he beat the man when he was the man, not when he had a Zimmer frame. So that's, I guess, in layman terms, that must be how they do it. Whoever yeah. beats the man. Pretty much, yeah. Is the man. So they don't, yeah, they're not actually... So cause I, mean, like, how, I mean, Tyson Fury, I yeah. assume... So can't go on being linear champion for the next 17 years. No, but they do have, like, like I say, Mayweather's about six of them. So they've just gone, nobody's beat him. Like, their record keeping's a bit spotty, so it's a bit hard to, to follow, really. Um, but anyway, that then led me on to... Uh, a bit more palm. A bit more palm. But then I got back back in the boxing area. After all, watching you were some, all used up. Well, I, I watched some porn-themed, uh, boxing-themed <laughs> porn, which is weird. It's a dark, dark time <laughs> in my life. But after hey, that... that's sex and violence. That's no, like... it was just in a boxing ring. There was no actual violence. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, that exists, doesn't it? Probably. I've never watched it, but I'm, I'm there's sure There's some for everyone, Mike. There's yeah. some for everyone. Um, but that didn't actually happen, by the way. I'm going to search Probably that. will at some point, yeah. but it hasn't yet. Women anyway. battering each other <laughs> and making... You know. Sweet, sweet love to each other. Yeah. But anyway, There's so that, that got, got me on to one last thing. Because I can't remember what it was, but I'd gone to like an article. I think it was an article about Terence Crawford, because uh, I was looking him up. Um, and then I basically scrolled down, and weirdly, the bottom half of the internet page was a completely different article. Um, yeah, it was, it was uh, Sugar Shane Mosley, one of your mates, um, once perpetrated the, <laughs> the biggest robbery I've ever seen in a boxing ring uh, against uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Well, I became incensed that my brother was suggesting that the judges <laughs> might call it a draw because of how clearly De La Hoya won. And then they just gave it to Mosley. I can't remember who, but I'm sure I've seen Mosley on the end of a robbery too. Mm. On the bad end of a robbery. Yeah, it's definitely mm. happened to him, yeah. But anyway, so Mosley was talking about the, the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Specifically, um, so the article was actually about how... Mayweather has occasionally been been hurt in fights, and McGregor could could take you know some some kind of encouragement from that. But they had Mosley in. He was just like, oh yeah, I smacked him right in the head. Right? Like I caught <laughs> I caught him perfect. Like I really rocked him. That guy was hurt. Then what happened? He just took it really well. Then beat me. <laughs> <laughs> like after that, couldn't lay a glove on him. Like I look, and he's like, and look at the time, I was like thirty one and old with like thirty knockouts. Like, I was a knockout artist, a boxing one. Couldn't put him away. I mean, Mayweather is... I don't know if he's doing it to, you know, whet the appetite, but 
he's he's saying a little bit little bits here and there recently of you know I'm not the same fighter I was yeah, two years ago I'm definitely not the same right that. fighter I was five years ago however I think it'll be he enough. did fight Canelo Alvarez pretty recently and uh, he didn't lay a glove on him well so, yeah I mean that was the thing he even passed laying a glove on him like Mosley was like no I caught him clean like I, I, I caught him like and I thought I was going to get him out there and I did not like he was just like yeah not, not a chance, mate. You know what I fancy about Mayweather? His eyeline? Apart from his clothes, he does dress well. Um, I don't know, I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's a bit too cutting edge for, for my taste. But I like a man who walks around in fighting weight. Yeah, that, like I... Yeah, that I mean, is... I know he's 40, but those kind of guys... They can go longer. Yeah, they and can he's definitely not, go He's longer. not been in many wars, has he? If any. Nah, he's, he's run he's... every fight he's ever been in. Anyway, in a good way. So, so back to back to football. Got loads of football stuff, Mike. Some of it light hard. Some of it stuff that really annoys me. Nothing too world. dark, though. No, nothing dark. So I'll start. I'll start with some light hard stuff. Do you see that the League Cup draw was in Beijing? No, I didn't. So the League Cup draw for like the third round was in Beijing. As, so as a- we've already discussed together, I forget the League Cup exists yeah. until. Liverpool reached... No, if Liverpool reached the quarters... No, I'm all about the semis, maybe. No, no, but I, I realise it exists. Yeah, OK. When yeah. when we're in the quarters. Then when we're in the semis, it's a real thing. OK, so... but By, any, by my levels yeah, of the League that, Cup. And I think most people would agree with that. Who I support think. teams in the Premier Yeah, League. I don't know what it's like for, for lower league teams, but I would have thought, even for those guys, it's kind of just a distraction. Especially if you're chasing promotion. Yeah, I mean, if you, when you say cup run, people are thinking FA Cup. But anyway, so the draw was in Beijing, and for some reason, they then decided that they should make that draw at a reasonable time for TV, local time. So the actual draw happened at 4.15 in the morning. But I'm all for that. Yeah, me too. If you're going to make splashes in Beijing, yeah. you've got to do it right. Yeah, you got to do it for them. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'm not, the overall reaction to it was kind of nothing but I did read one article. It's a real, I mean, what's what it, the first round? Uh, first we... round proper. So no, actually, it's it's for third round. So it's Premier League third... teams were in it just now, All but right. only the rubbish ones. Um, but anyway, oh, people who didn't have Champions League or whatever, I don't know how they decided. But I did just read stick one article. The rubbish one. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did read one article that was going on about how it's you know it's disrespectful to the competition and and how you know it's the English football league are just you know burying it and and stuff. And it was obviously, you know, fair enough, mate. You've got right summer. No one cares about the League Cup. But my favourite bit was the, the claim in the article that, of course, some diehard fans will still get up at, at 4.15 to watch it. No, they won't, mate. People don't watch <laughs> the, the, the League Cup draw when it's on at a normal time. When it's on after a match that's just happened, I will stop watching before the draw. It's, but what, 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 that, for the third round <laughs> just bizarre like you can it. make a night of it let's get some popcorn in we'll <laughs> order a pizza <laughs> just, that's Actually, not after, I mean takeaways aren't open that late even if you ordered a pizza if you wanted to eat it during the draw you'd have to stick it in the oven so you can't even order a pizza no no it's just that is some weird shit anyway um, it was just a weird claim man like it was, it was like he was discussing the FA Cup. Now, if you're, 
Everyone, if you're staying up to watch for league draw, league cup draw, that's done in China for the third round at four o'clock in the morning, you got to get a job. Yeah, you got to sort that life out. Like the thing is, you got to look after your kids, do well, something else. I like the league cup. I'm a big fan of it. The league for cup for uh, entertainment reasons is better than the FA Cup. Yeah, because people after a certain point. I think throughout, really. You get really good games in the League Cup. No, but I mean, I don't even know it exists yeah, until okay. a certain but, point. But yeah, there's, you get some real classics because a lot of the time people do play slightly weaker teams, so they bang up for it. And basically, a lot of the time, people have, you know, there's not You've really got... the pressure of, of losing is a disaster that you get in the Premier League and the well, FA you know, Cup. You... Get a lot more attacking football. Well, you get patchwork teams, don't you? Yeah. So you get a lot of entertainment. Patchwork teams means more goals. And that's you know that's where the league cup is. It's the FA Cup's smaller, slightly crapper brother. But at the same time, you know, fringe players get game time and everything, and I think it serves a real good purpose. And and we should leave the league cup alone. The BBC were complaining about how many changes were made for that. Are they doing any weird rule things, the League Cup? I don't think so. That's usually the one mm. of the um, I don't test so. grounds, isn't it? I don't believe so, but you never know. Anyway, so moving on from that, um, in literally one of my... I thought you were going to say literature then. In literature, not, yeah. Not at this time of night, mate. But in what is perhaps my favourite football story of all time, and one that I have been waiting to... To not just happen for me to see for many, many years occurred in uh, in Romania. I picked it up from the internet, as you do. Basically, a cha- uh, basically some Romanian team got a penalty right at the end of a match to to equalise or win. I can't remember which one. Uh, so you know, a meaningful gets, penalty. Yeah, like a real match-changing penalty. So the striker and the the keeper, I think, exchanged words. This might be a different penalty, though. And you know what? You know what happened then. Keeper saved it. Yeah, the guy went for one of those Penenka things. Oh, what a dick! Keeper didn't move. Like it's honestly, it's something I've been waiting. It's actually what afterwards. Yeah, I think so, but I can't confirm that. But yeah, no, but if the word just looks keep the word so ridiculous. (laughs) It's better if if there were words. Yeah, it totally is. But this is this was actually once on my football bucket list, which I just just a quick quick question first. What's it called again? That that Penenka. Is is there a player called Penenka? Yeah, did it for the Czech Republic, I think, in the Euros once. Like, ages back. Might have been Poland. I apologise to Mr Penenka. I can't remember where he's from. But that is his greatest gift to football. Yeah, I... it's named after him, for God's yeah. sake. What a hero. But yeah, like, on football bucket list items, my only other one on there, actually, like, it was on there for a good long while, but then it, it happened twice in the same season. Once in the Africa Cup of Nations and once from Diamante Camera. So basically, you know what thing players do where they think they've been fouled, so they grab the ball? Mm-hmm. Oh, and the ref goes, that's handball, that. Yeah, but... in, in the So there were two things I wanted to see happen when it sent happened. Sent off? Yeah, Diamante Camera yeah. got a second yellow and was sent off. And in the Africa Cup of Nations, the guy did it in the penalty area. So the, the ref was just like... That's a penalty now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, now give me the ball yeah. that you've got in your hands. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was some time ago. But I laughed for a long time. I watched the Africa Cup of Nations one several hundred times. Uh, funny, 
funny, funny, funny. But anyway, yeah, so so yeah, that that, that was that. That's now we're moving on list. to my slightly more serious football things. This is still a bit jokey, actually. Um, I don't know. There's no paedophile things. No, no, in, no, no. We're not but, talking about Adam Johnson. No, yet. but I'm going to do a quick, have you seen this, have you heard about this thing? All right. So uh, uh, City at their ground have got what they call the Tunnel Club, which is essentially, it's just an area, it's like a bar, where you can sit and you can see the tunnel. What? Yeah. So you get to see... The Tunnel Club? Yeah, so you get to see the players line up, go out, come back in. Now You're allowed to watch the game, though. You don't have to keep watching the tunnel. Now, um, there's more to it, Mike. There's more to it. So basically, as well as as getting that... Now you get a tactical briefing before the match. Who from? I don't know. But then you get a QA and a after the match with Brian Kidd, who's a real city coach. And also, apparently, there's like a special bit where... Oh, I think I've read a bit about this. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a special bit where you can watch the players warm up and you can like see them on the pitch. Apparently you can even stand on a bit of a pitch. So basically... But like, not too far in. You don't no, want to be no. in the grass. So like City's whole thing about this is for... It's all about fan engagement. It's all about, you know, people because of social media now. They don't want to just watch it. They want to feel involved and this is how they can. You mean fans go with shit loads of money? It costs 300 quid it starts at. 300 pounds it starts at. Like don't, don't give me a this is for the fans... Oh, it's not. This is to make. This is to make a quick buck. This is for Noel Gallagher. Yeah, this is for you he to just make money. And it's not for. It's not for fans to feel involved either. It's for people who don't like football to feel like they're in. They're part of football. Like this isn't for football fans. Maybe they would like to see. You know, like. I don't know. If I had the money, though, I'd probably go to Tunnel Club. Yeah, but just the, once. But the problem is. Maybe I'd go again. Maybe I'd really like. Yeah, it. the problem is you don't have the money, so it's not an option for you. So that's don't even it, have the money to go and watch yeah. a normal game. That's not who it's aimed at, so don't tell me it is. But, like, some of the stuff from, from City, one of my favourite things... I they read, eat prawn sandwiches at the... Uh, you can only assume they do. But, yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Like, it, it's annoying that they're wrapping up what is essentially a money-making scheme in and around, oh, it's about fan engagement and involvement. And they use the following sentence to describe it. Experiential purchases are more gratifying, on average, than material purchases. We'll do uh, it just, for free then. Just weird, yeah. Just what? Look, if it's about fanning, if it's about fan engagement, if it's about getting everyone involved, then it would be. It, it sounds a lot it's like twenty a, fans a game. No, but it does. No, but it does sound a lot. The tunnel club, like an after-school club. Yeah, it's, where you visit different tunnels, but. If you're gonna make a tunnel club, just do it one lucky school. Yeah. Every like, every week gets to go to tunnel club. Yeah. If it's about fan engagement, engage. Also, the how much fans. money can you actually earn through tunnel club? Not that much. I mean, like, when you're Man City. Yeah. And like, it's... what's the point in trying to penny pinch? I don't know. I know. Well, yeah, it's not penny pinching three hundred quid a pot, but. It's not, it's not, how many people can you fit in Tunnel Club? I don't know. It didn't look that big. But apparently, like, the guy, the article I read in it, the guy seemed quite, he seemed quite pro Tunnel Club. But he seemed to have bought into, to the, the, it's for fans, not random executives. Like, it's a corporate thing, lads. That's what's going to happen. It's going to, like, like boxers, it'll just be business people bringing their clients down to try and impress them. That's what this will get used for. They'll um, play golf after Tunnel Club. It's, yeah, it's just another example of, you know, fans getting humped by, by a club. But and also, I'm a I United fan, so I'm used to it. But 
But like, but there's a lot of well, it's just for modern day. Yeah. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah. Just, like, just say that. Just say <laughs> we we we've got great new. What do you call it? Not stream for financial yeah, revenue stream. Revenue yeah. stream. That's it. Um, and we we're doing this tunnel club. Don't say we're. Yeah. There's some kind of... You're never going to see it, you pauper. What's, that's, what's the word for... Uh, it's not evangelical, that's about God. What's mm. the word for doing something nice for someone in a social way? Oh, yeah. Um, philanthropic. Yeah, it's not some... Fi- <laughs> it's not some that word thing. It's just... Anyway. It's just about cash dollars. Look, so that's it. And just to clarify, I'm not asked that city you're doing this. Like, it, fine. That's... There's loads of corporate shit goes on in football. Fair play to you. And the fans aren't perfect. Those stupid, like, fan dual things that were all over the internet for a bit last year where you're just scamming some poor foreigner out of money. You know, we don't. We, we all want that cash dollar. And that's fine. I, you know, you want your tunnel club, fine. I'd like to work for tunnel club. Yeah, me too. It sounds nice. I like it. Sounds like <laughs> a good thing. I think I'd enjoy being in tunnel club. But... <laughs> You know, at United, less so City. I'd, it'd just be weird at City. I'd like a... Mainly because li- I'd just be annoyed at Brian Kidd being there. I'd like, love a staff that. outfit with Mike, Tunnel Club, Rep, or Yeah, yeah you, you, you'd do a good, solid job, I would Mike. do a good job. You would. Anyway, that's that. couple of things left on football. Um, firstly, the ubiquitous Arsenal getting beat by Stoke. I mean, that's totally Arsenal, isn't it? Not really going to get into it too much, but... There'll be, there'll be other opportunities, yeah. really. We're like, not going to blow our Arsenal this, load too soon. This could be a total one-off. History suggests that it's not, but it could be a total one-off. But Arsenal well covered anywhere else. I mean, get yourself some Arsenal TV. Those guys will be all over that shit. Um, but there were a couple of things just about Arsenal, more specifically, I, I, I felt like bringing up. One was, Can I just say something really quickly? No, but yeah, I got Lacazette is not going to do it. And um, well, I'll leave we, it at that. We disagree a bit on that. I, we I, do disagree a bit on that. I think I think he will be. Look, he's not going to be the answer for Arsenal because I'm just that's saying. Not, well, you can't be an answer, like because he's answering the wrong question. The fact that their defence is rubbish and we don't have a decent enough oh, combative midfield player is not answered by buying a striker. Just stroking a cat yeah, right anyway. now. He's, he's a bit. Well, as, as you Ma- said. But Mike, but look, he cost how much? Uh, not a huge amount in this day and age. Right. We forget like that football coaches and stuff must know a lot of yeah. shit. At forty mil, how come? How come it wasn't sixty? How come five other teams weren't after him? It's a. I mean, it's a point. I'm not sure it's a fair point. Like people do make mistakes. You can also. I mean, his goal record's pretty of... good in France, but... It gets I mean, better. He used to be a, a winger as well, so, like, it's it's probably slightly better than he But goes. it depends who you are, like... I f- for Liverpool, like, what do, what are Arsenal? Don't know, Mike. I mean, if they want to win the league, which their fans on Arsenal TV seem to think they should be winning the league every year, and it's Arsene Wenger's fault that they're not, um, and the fact that they don't buy the players that their season ticket costing should make them buy which is a fair point because they do charge an arm and a Um, it can't be Lacazette it's got to be Lukaku he's a guy who's done pretty good in France 
But he's obviously not blown everyone away because he's at Arsenal without much competition. And we 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 disagree on this, which is which is fair enough. But you know, a first choice striker for France is ahead of him, a lad who they've already got, who they reckon is shit. Yeah, like I, the thing is, like I don't think he'll be wildly better than Giroud, but then I think Giroud's good. Like I, like I don't no, think he's any. I think uh, he's good. Who, who said this? It was someone on um, on Sky Sports. I think it was. Um, I think it was Gary Neville actually who made the same point. It was like Giroud's really good as the second striker who'll play thirty games a year here and there and be a really good support striker. It's been unfair on him to yeah. demand so much when. But, but I don't know, this, to win the Premier League, I can't see... Lacazette reminds me of um, the Mustafi situation at the beginning of last season, because I was watching yeah. a bit of Arsenal TV, TV at the time, and uh, especially when um, they got beat by Liverpool in the opening game. Didn't they have like some kind of injury crisis going on? Yeah. yeah um, but there was clamour for that cent- centre defender, and um, after they lost the first game, like... Yeah, because yeah. yeah, remember they had to play Rob Holding. Yeah, because wasn't back from before Rob Holding yeah. was a thing, and they were all like, "Why the fuck didn't we buy Mustafi? Oh, we should have bought Mustafi. We, um, you know, if we if we'd have had him, like it'd all be different. And he's really good. Why we were Arsenal? Why are we haggling over like five million? Because it wasn't it like did they buy him know. for about forty? But Arsenal were only prepared to pay thirty. I think they met somewhere halfway in the end but Mustafi not great is he he's not yeah he's really he's not and I have a similar I could be wrong but I have a similar ilk oh yeah like inkling so so what I um, I would say is I think I think on a personal level Lacazette will will do decently well like 15 to 20 goals but I don't think he'll make any difference to Arsenal as a whole no They'll be exactly the same team. Well, that's the disconnect between, you know, what you want and what you get. I don't. Yeah, I mean, what that's... I mean, what Arsenal, what Arsenal's fans want, and and what the board are happy with. Yeah. Is that is Lacazette going to improve and probably will he make well an improvement? is getting in the Champs League, so will he get him in the Champs League? It's probably. Yeah, he may well. But um, he's not going to win in the league no. when. No, I wouldn't. You know, their 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 rivals to win the league are going out and spending seventy million on you know Lukaku and Morata. Like he's not. I'm not sure Morata will do better than Lacazette. Actually, like we'll see about Morata. I'm not so. I Maratta, I like Morata, but he's not he's not a scorey lad, is he? Well, he's he's all about. Yeah, he's he's a worker. Yeah, but although he did score a lot of goals last year, he did score a lot of goals last year. Anyway, moving on from from the 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 generals of Arsenal, one weird thing, and it comes up a lot with Arsenal, was was pundits essentially just blaming Mesut Özil for for their defeat. Not entirely, obviously, but he always gets singled out because he doesn't run around a lot. Like he's he's not that sweaty when he comes off. But I know you like him, right? Um, I think I, I like him a, a lot more now he's stopped being a cartoon character. I'll lend you uh, Ian Wright's biography. It seems a bit pointless as I want reading. Surprisingly it, good though. I just don't like autobiographies, Mike. You don't like autobiographies. But anyway. But it's a decent one. Yeah. But anyway, like, he was basically saying, quite rightly, like. For Ian Wright. Just, for, yeah, rightly for Mike. <laughs> like, like, 
Ursula had a good game. He did his bit. Like, it's not his fault everyone else was rubbish. Like, you know, he's not a centre mid. He's not Steven Gerrard. He's not box to box. He's People don't moan that David Silva doesn't get I read it. something weird. like that. Um, I think Ozil's agent at some yeah. point last year said that. Like, in a game that they had less possession, he's, he's a number 10. Like, if we don't have the ball, you, I don't know yeah. what you want from him. Look, you know, he's not going to... Like, he... He does no less running about than, than anyone well, in his position, really. He's, but... His um, Opta stats always show he runs quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might be like yeah. a headless chicken without actually doing anything, but he does run a lot. And, like, he he does what you want from that guy. You know, you want... I'm not a big fan of a lot of Opta stats. Like, chances created is a weird... weird you know what, you know what me, Ozil's problem at Arsenal is? a lot is, of that. His problem at Arsenal is there's a few... Like... To have that guy, everybody else needs to be not that guy. Yeah, he's like... A... You, you can't have a few of that guy. And Mesut Ozil has somehow become become the... like He's like the Premier League's poster boy for like expensive foreign player where you could have a good young British lad, specifically Aaron Ramsey. Um, and like, I, it, it's off and on, but Aaron Ramsey, you do better than him. It's like, well, buddy, well... I mean, he, did a, he did have that one golden year, didn't he? Before Ryan Shawcross months. fucked yeah. him up. Um, no, it was after. Was it after? It was after Shawcross, yeah. It was when he came back. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm not saying Ramsey's not good. I'm it's just like saying... if you had a few... De- like when Dennis yeah. Burkamp played in in his yeah. best period, you had Overmars on the left. And who, he played in front of Petit and Vieira. Who, who was just like... I'm just going to run into space. Pass me the ball. Hit me the ball. Do you want to fuck around with it? No, I'm just going to... I'm really fast. You had yeah, Ian Wright, Nicholas Anelka, or Thierry Henry, who were feed me I'm the ball. I'm off down there. Arsenal have got too many the guys... Ray Parler on the right. Who was a worker? Who was a worker? Arsenal have got a lot of guys who wanted to feed now. I mean, yeah, what... It's a bit... They're a bit over... Anyway... Yeah. Um. Again, getting, getting, getting back involved, from the, the, yeah. the, 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 the Gemmels. Uh, I also really saw, back in. I also saw an article that described selling uh, Lucas Perez for fourteen million as offloading him. That's not offloading. That's a fucking sensational deal for that, that bag. <laughs> like, who um, <laughs> who got him Newcastle? I don't know, but uh, I can't. I don't think he's <laughs> actually gone. But it was like, was it seven? If you get forty million for that guy, you should be bloody dollar. <laughs> There's no like they got him for under twenty, I think. But no, but like again, that is... this is the way the market works. Yeah. They got him. They paid an inflated price because they're Arsenal. Yeah. So to, to sell him in any any excess over ten is good business it's if you fine, ask. Fine, fine yeah. business because he. So to get look, seventeen is he, he, he might know. be good, but he has been a, a horrendous failure at Arsenal. But then Lucas Perez, not possibly not for his own fault. I don't think I've seen him play enough I, to I make I blame the fans for Lucas Perez. Yeah. Like, the, I blame the Arsenal fans for a lot of their own... To be... I, I actually... I blame... I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I blame... I blame, blame there's the something fan. wrong with Arsenal's preparations, I think, sometimes. Because on numerous occasions, they have gone into a season just wildly underprepared, like last year, and they've... And they've often ended up buying like players at random on the back of it. So I remember think... when we beat the mate two, we like we beat the mate two because 
they had no players. And then on the back of that, they got Per Mertesacker, which I know everyone loves him, but like he's he's really not been that great for Arsenal. He's just been okay. He, he seems like a decent bloke. Who, he had a good final, yeah. didn't he, last year yeah, in the yeah. FA Cup? Like, and he's you know he's good, but he's it wasn't. Look, if you'd have put real well, thought into it, I think you could have done better as a set. For a well, it's back to the who, do, who are you, Arsenal? They also signed. Remember that left back. It was god awful. Can't even remember his name. Um, I think he might have been Brazilian. Silvino. No. I know. It was Far worse. He's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, was he some like old bloke? No, it was like it was like Alex Santos or something. He was called something like that. Anyway, I can't. Well, yeah, he was so good. I've forgotten about him. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Arsenal. One last thing with him. Do you see Jack Wilshere got sent off playing for their under twenty threes? He didn't nut someone, did he? Not quite. Or but flick it was, his fag in their face. No, it, I mean, it was that kind of thing where it was like, he squared up with someone. Now, there's a couple of things here. Firstly, Jack Wilshere is, rather unfortunately for him, because I don't think it's all entirely his fault, becoming the um, the, the poster boy, which is my word of the podcast, uh, for, um, for young English player who has literally lived up to nothing like the billing. I blame the media mainly. You can't... And so essentially, Jack Wilshere, before he was even... He even had a full season at Arsenal under his belt regularly, was being touted as the man who would save the, the England team. He did do good things, though, didn't he? He did, but my point is, he was so young that, like... But a lot of it's injuries and... Yeah, some of it is that. Look, But my, my point with this as well is, like, look, some of it with that lad is clearly attitude as well. And like you know, being told you, I think he must be frustrated to fuck while playing for Arsenal. Yeah, like, yeah, but I don't know. He's got to go back to go forward, hasn't he? He well, really he tried has. Bournemouth, and that was an absolute well disaster. Is too strong a word, but in terms of where Jack well, wants to go, from right, career, that was a disaster. Start playing four four two halfway through Thank the season. But look, mate, Bournemouth are not great. If you can't beat one of our centre mids in and you want to be playing for England, that's a problem. But anyway, I'm, again, I don't want to get into too much, you know, what's gone on with, with his career, but basically he got sent off for reacting. Like, some someone fouled him and, you know... You didn't piss on him or didn't anything. Didn't see it, but sounds like it was... There's was, no urination. Sounds like it was a potentially, you know, bad foul. It was stuff, nasty. So got fight. Yeah. So then, basically, like, Wenger's response to it was, uh, you know, yeah, he shouldn't have reacted, but it's a natural reaction when you've had injuries and someone comes in and... You know, you can see why he did it type thing. Which is just... Look. You're not his dad, mate. Jack Wilshere. (laughs) Clearly, whatever the reasons, that lad seems to have some kind of attitude problem. Could be wrong, don't know him. But, for for me, Jack Wilshere's at a stage of his career where he needs someone to go, no more excuses now, Jack. You've got to get this done. You know who he needs? Who's that, Mike? He needs... Oxford alumni Tony, Tony Pulis. Pulis that's yeah. who he needs he yeah. does need fucking Tony Pulis he does yeah but he needs because Jack Wilshire, everyone's been waiting for him everyone he's always been the guy who is he's definitely going to make it like it's time someone sat him down and went there's no guarantee here Jack you're getting on a bit if, you, if this if this is going to happen you've got to make it happen mate you can't be dicking about getting sent off no more you can't be starting fights if someone pushes you a bit whether it's understandable or not, people will just do it to you and get you sent off. You need to you need to knuckle down, sort your life out, mate. 
And in a wider Arsenal sense, I do feel like a lot of the time, like, and this is one of the reasons if, if it were me, I would replace Wenger. Mainly because I do, I think that they could be doing better. There is a chance that without him, they'll actually do a lot worse. Um, but I'd, I'd roll the dice. But I feel like a lot of the time, Arsenal are a team who are perfectly happy to accept an excuse not to win. Like if, you know, during the game, they they will slip into, well, it's fine because we should have had a penalty, so it doesn't matter that we've not won it. Which is not okay if you want to win a league. Well, it's been the habit for the last decade. It has, yeah. Anyway, that's enough of both. But one last football thing uh, was, um, did you see Harry Arter at the weekend? I'm not sure if you watched the match of the day, but basically... Oh, I did Shalibur, see that, yeah. I did Shalibur see that. Shalabar threw on goal. Harry Arter, Harry Arter did a, oh, leave it, mm. shout. So so Shalabar did. And then, then they, they ran off. To be honest, then. my abiding thought from that, remember, was like... If I was playing, I'd have still fucking hit it and gone, no, I'm fucking having this. Yeah. Like, and, and <laughs> Why would you? I'm in front of him. I'm closer to the goal. Why okay. am I going to leave it? It's a good point. It's also quite funny to watch. Yeah. But, but here's but my illegal. point with this. It's not just illegal. It is deliberate cheating. Like, Harry has gone out of his way to abuse the rules to his own advantage. To the point where, like, it is in the rules. That is cheating. He should have. It should have been a free kick. He should have been booked. As long as it was only the rules he was abusing, and not <laughs> yeah. himself. But like, um, you know, that's how it went on match of the day. They, they, they had a bit of a joke about it. They went, "Oh, it should have been a free kick, well," and that was it. Now, my only rules is rules. Look, I'm not knocking Harry Arter. You know, fair enough. He he played the rules and, and he won. But you that's what dice, diving mate. is. It is the exact same thing as diving. There is no moral difference. Like, I, I don't understand why there's no outrage about how he has deliberate cheating. I think it's the, um, there is with diving. the perceived lack of masculinity in diving that really rubs everyone the wrong way. I'm sure it probably is, and, you, yeah. and you're right. I also think it might be that you're deceiving the ref, who I think footballers just assume is a cretin who's <laughs> incapable of, of seeing through any deception. So any effort to deceive him is just, just unfair. Yeah, fo- footballers do seem to perceive the ref, as to be, to be honest, most fans do, as a WWE <laughs> type ref. Yes, just like, yeah, yeah. You can't... He, he hit me with a chair. What? What? Why? I was being distracted. But you should have heard it. It smacked his head. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. whereas... Well, it was obviously, you know, if you've deceived uh, uh, one of the, the shrewd footballers of the world, then fair play to you. There's also some element of, I, I heard afterwards, Pally Bournemouth have a particular word for leave it. I think it was SIDS. So they were like, oh, well, is, is Bournemouth's exactly the same? Or did Harry Atta somehow pick it up? I mean, he, Maybe he heard it at some point. Yeah, I'm sure he probably heard it yeah. at some point. But either way, that makes it deliberate plan cheating from Harry Atta. Like, it's worse than diving, lads. Like... And just to clarify, my stance on diving is I don't really care. I'm all, um, I have to say, I'm all Latin American now in my yeah. attitude towards that. Okay, so to, to quantify that, look, if you, nobody wants to see Franny Lee run into the box and kick his own feet away. <laughs> like, as funny as it is. When I was a kid, um, you used I, to do that all the I time. I used to do that all the time. I know, <laughs> it was really annoying. I used to kick my whole own heel all the time. Yeah, the, the 
The best part about when you were a kid is you could just pick up a ball and go and hand take the penalty. <laughs> Sorry, lads, you got me. You saw you saw my legs go from underneath me. I don't um, think anyone did, Mike. It's about I'm doing... Uh, what was that play you were saying before? When you grab a ball? Oh, yeah. No, there's no word for that. What, what, what was the, the play you uh, you said? Did oh, didn't answer camera. Yeah, I'm doing the camera. I'm The ball's mine. I'm, I'm having to put I'm it going for it, lads. Yeah. It's happening. No, nah, I've, I've decided it's a penalty. But, but yeah, so anyway, my, my stance on diving, like yours, is is kind of like an American look. You, you can't just run in, into the area and then throw yourself out on the floor. Like, that's... I'm all for that as well. No, no, to be fair, like, I agree that that should... I'm all for cheating in football. No, I agree it should I, be I, him, I mean, If you get caught... I mean, I'm not all for him. it, yeah. just like I understand that that is the game. Yeah. It's not separate from the game. Football has always been... From what I can remember, you do everything to win. If it's Thierry Henry handballing it yeah. against Ireland to get yourselves in the World Cup, was it the World Cup? Yeah. yeah. You do it. You do it. If yeah. you see a leg like Michael Owen, yeah, you I'm fucking jump that over that in, leg. In, in a minute. But yeah, so like for, for me, if I'm, look, if the, if the mm. options are try and win a penalty or you're going to lose 1 0. I'll try and win that penalty. You know what's angered me the most actually watching teams who I support? Not diving. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. What the isn't fuck it? have you done that for, you stupid, yeah. honest bastard? Yeah, there's, there's no credit for yeah. that. I remember one time I was watching United play Chelsea, I think. Mm. And to be fair, this this would have gone against us. But there was a bit where Guy Neville had been booked and he launched into a ridiculous tackle. He was nowhere near the ball. But um, whoever it was on the wing at the time just jumped over him and ran off. I was like, I mean, I don't want you to. But if you'd not jumped over him, we'd have ten men now. So, how, how is that fair? Like, because that player's been honest, Chelsea have effectively been punished for it. But anyway, but yeah, like, like yourself, look, it's no, I don't. But I've, in particular, mate, especially the way football is now in all assets and in all spheres, it's not the Jimmy Hill game anymore. No, not but it, even, I, I was going to say it never was, though, was it? Even then, they yeah. dived. But, like, what I was going to say as well is, look, for me, there is also a difference between diving and if the defender has left a leg out and you choose to go over it. Like, at the end of the day, if you're you're a defender and you've missed the ball with your weird dangling leg and you've just left, left it wafting about in the area of a, of a striker, that's your fault. If he goes over it, doesn't matter that he made the contact, you've fouled him. Like... Well, you've got, your leg is in his way. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not his job to avoid yeah. you, mate. And, basically, at, at every chance he gets, he will cheat on you. He'll pull your shirt, <laughs> he'll push you about at corners and stuff. No problem Tell with that. Tell you bad things about your girlfriend. Yeah. He's make your headbutt in, in, in the chest in a World Cup final. <laughs> like, these, these are things that happen. So, like, for strikers, for, for me, for stuff like, oh, well... He's left a trailing leg, but it's run off can't I go, fuck it. That's no, that's that's part of the game. Got ya. Yeah. Look, he's you were nowhere near the ball and that's happened. So that's not for me, that's that's not even a thing. That's just like you you can't even get angry about that in my opinion. Diving I understand why it annoys certain people, but it doesn't particularly annoy me. But again, if you're gonna get angry at, at, at diving, for me you've gotta roundly condemn Harry Arter as well. Because it's the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, but was, was, it's not all masculine, is it? He was cheeky. He was like a fox. It's, you know... I, 
But he hasn't lost his masculinity. It's the same for me, Mike. It's exactly the same. Yeah, me too. But I commend Harry Arter. Because it's part of my... I don't commend... I'm not going to pat him on the back. Not that he'd want my greasy paws around his... No, he's telling me he does. He's he's, his neck or back. Um, No, he told me he does want that. But a surprisingly um, intimate way. <laughs> and a whisper in his head. <laughs> yes, yeah. Maybe a nibble. But, um, no, like, if Harry Arter played for Liverpool and that situation occurred and he did it and we got let off a hook, I'd be like... I'd laugh for ages. Yeah, I'd be like, good <laughs> Well yeah, done. Good lad. Good lad. Anyway, that's probably enough, enough sport. That's everything I had for sport, Mike. All right. I mean... Well, I'm going to take a leak now. Been holding it in for a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Let, let's pause it out. I mean, look, we've got loads of fucking material here, Mike. We're going to have to split this into two podcasts. And we're back in the room. Good piss, Mike? Exceptional, yeah. Yeah, I went for one as well. Unfortunately... <laughs> Not at the same time, bro. No, no, one after You the were other. leering over my shoulder. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> didn't like. No, unfortunately, my, my piss went, went pretty wrong there at the end. Uh, it reminded me of the uh, time I was sexually assaulted in... Uh, by me. <laughs> no. Go on, finish what you were going to say. I, I, I did, a, did an insufficient shaking. So I was... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't oh, my no. best work. So, so it's there's still residue in the boxes. Yeah, yeah. Luckily yes. these are these are not the tightest of boxes. I think I've told you this before. <laughs> but um yeah, I'll tell you about the time I was well I wasn't sexually assaulted, but I was Oh yeah. I yeah, was, so you was, didn't um, tell me about that. I've been, I've, this has happened to me twice, right? But um in the um the most recent time, what 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 do you call being sexually watched? <laughs> Oh, no, is that assault still? Oh, it was an, maybe? an assault know. with the eyes. But I was in um, Hyde Park. What's that bit at Hyde Park, kind of near Bayswater, where there's like a gardeny bit and flags and stuff? And I think there's a fountain or something. Marble Arch. It might be Marble. No, no, it's just after. It's in between like Bayswater and um, Marble Arch. Oh, there's some bit or it, actually it might be a specific yeah. geographic location I doubt well, it relevant. doesn't matter but there's some bogs there right yeah and I um, went in um, but it, I think it was a sunny day so the bogs were um, packed there was just one little spot um, in the urinal left which I don't like taking especially when that one spot is a middling spot yeah no, like actually on a side note just before you came with yeah. your story I recently came up with a theory, like, in if you go into toilets and there's cubicles, right, if there are an odd number, I say go in the middle one. Because I, I reckon most people will go on one of the end ones. So if you go in the middle, you probably get in the least used of, of the cubicles. And maybe people will ignore you because they think you're a weirdo. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I don't... That's just a weird thought. Well, I've not got issues with this. It wasn't like I was, you know, it was like Sophie's Choice. I just yeah. went for it. But, yeah. I, you know, I was whatever it was a bit crammed so there's a guy there who's already there and i'm taking my piss and i'm looking to the side of me and he's like looking up at me a bit but in an aggressive way (laughs) so at first i thought i'd made some kind of i don't know pissing faux pas I don't know, like I'd done something wrong because he was was furious (laughs) i don't know why he was so furious. But I was a bit unnerved. I, w- I wouldn't say I was scared, but in fact, I was a little bit annoyed. Like, what have I done? What's all this about? Kind of deal. Yeah. 
So I got on with my pace. I kind of looked out of a corner of my eye, and uh, he was he was still looking at me furiously. But this time I heard a noise, like <laughs> keys jangling in your pocket. So I was like, what is he doing now? And then I looked out of a corner of my eye, and then I looked further, and I could see he was having a wank. So I think, I, you know, in... in so he, I, he, so it, what made me feel less bad, not at the time, but after the fact, was he must have started that wank before me. Yeah, you get, so, so you've got he out. didn't like pick me out or Just anything. Out of it, yeah. Did he reach completion? I, no, he didn't. He was still, but this is what like made me a bit like, like, like he, I couldn't even get him to finish. <laughs> So, like, I didn't yeah, even... That is some like, cold shit. Like, at least... like he has disrespected the hell out of you. Not only did he sexually whatever be, he disrespected me. He did, yeah. Because he couldn't he finish. He no respect for you. Yeah, he couldn't I'll tell you finish. what, my most exciting urinal story, um, exciting is probably the wrong word for uh, urinal stories, was one time at work where we had three urinals and I was on one of the... One of the end ones, because I am not a monster. Some other guy at work came in and sat, and not sat, but used for that'd middle. Been, <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? <laughs> yeah, that would have been an absolute outrage. But yeah, just used the one, the middle one right next to me instead of one that wasn't right next to me. Why did he, did, did he try and chat? No, no. All I remember about it was just going out and immediately telling everyone. I was like, hey, <laughs> what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> like, that's not on that. That's not on at all. No, it's not on. But anyway, yeah, so uh, it's, that's less horrifying than yours. So what I've learned from today, I've had a terrible day at work today, right? And absolutely, like the kind of day where, you know when you hear stories about like those weird loser lone gunmen people yeah. doing stuff? And the, uh, the popular reaction is always kind of like, what could make him do it? I can't believe he finally snapped. How could those do someone do something like that? Um, yeah, I completely understand. Like, I mean, I'd never do it because you know I've not got enough of the variables. No, yeah. I like my mum and dad and all that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Jesus Christ, like it is. Like you in shit jobs, the same rules apply to like your girlfriend. Basically, like you, there is no credit. Yeah, no. So, never. like with your girlfriend. There's no point in buying flowers and chocolate yeah. in one day, presuming that that's two things, so that could be two days, yeah. if you know what I mean. You're only as good as you one day. So even if you've, you know, done flowers, chocolate... I mean, do people even like flowers and chocolate? I Women seem to. Yeah, I, well, well, well... I don't think it's like a... Sad, I think most most women, like, if well, my boyfriend girlfriend just randomly brought them home, would be like... What's well, going on? Like, what did you do? Yeah, my girlfriend's thing? paranoid. Like, I think yeah. she prefers more hoovering. So, like, yeah. so, like, if I did the hoovering, Depends cleaned the bathroom, that. took her out to dinner, and then had in my head, oh, that's like, it's Saturday. She's gonna be cool with me till Wednesday, because that's a lot of shit packed into a day. That's bullshit, mate. Yeah. Sunday, it's all. There's no point building up credit. So that's what I learned at work today. It doesn't if you've got a shit job, don't fucking work your bollocks off because no one gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit, and it's all forgotten about. 
Well, at least you learn something, Mike, eh? you know. Learn something every day and all that. Yeah, I learned know. absolutely nothing for about six years. But, yeah, but I mean, that is just... When was the last time you learned something about anything? Truthfully. It depends a, what you define it as learn. Like in I'm, a in a modern day life lessons bullshit way. Oh, never. Literally, like not as far back as I can remember, but like not since I left sixth form. Like you know, obviously I learned the occasional thing, like how to get to a place I've never been. But it's not, you know, it's not life changing. Anyway, yeah, maturity doesn't exist. It's just precedent. Yeah, it's just you just get a bit older. You just you just After have more point. experience. Anyway. We should probably wrap it up, Mike. So, yeah, let's, so uh, let's leave it on that. That's this week. So mm. I think everyone's excited about Predictatron and, and our chance to become millionaires by next well, week. Well, my chance by association. Yeah, well, you know. I'm, I don't want to be a millionaire take people with me. If I'm you become a millionaire, I will... I'd prefer to be part of your entourage than a man slave, if that <laughs> yeah. can be arranged. Yeah, I can pay someone to, to, to do the cleaning and shit. Can pay... But, Someone... So the thing is, I don't like. I won't particularly need a man slave. I can get one of those. I just don't want to. There'd be no point being a millionaire on your own. Like if you've got no mates, like it's. I've never seen Entourage, the actual TV show. No, but... never. Right, it seems appalling. It's the show seems appalling, but the idea is where it's at. Yeah, of course. If it is. I came into loads of money. Yeah, because like you know, you're gonna want to do stuff because you've got loads of money. Like if everyone you know is is still just working away like little bitches, that's just gonna get really dull. Really fucking quick. Well, even even in our our lower scale life, you can't you can't hang around with people who earn ten grand a year more than you. Yeah, twenty grand. It's it's tough. Anyway, unless you know them before. Yeah, unless you know them before, then you're fine. But anyway, uh, yeah. So that's it for for, for this week. Uh, yeah. So what was I saying? Oh yeah, end. Yeah, that's the end. That's the end. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be back. Are we, are we back next week? Will you be around? Oh, I'm going on holiday. Might have to skip a week, Mike. Um, so we're going to have to skip a week, yeah. So, as I think I shit. said before, I'm going to miss the McGregor fight. I think I'm probably going to miss it now with my weird travelling and, and shit. I can't be asked watching it with my parents on my own. But I'm sure, even though we'll be a week late, that'll be some kind of... Yeah, something will come out of that, won't it? Anyway, uh, we'll have two weeks of Predictatron results uh, to, to discuss as well. So, yeah. Catch you later. Bye.